Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. Them other guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget them other folks. Cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He broke and he got the fouls. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation. So they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, 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 gang. Yeah. What up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Dominic Rivera. <laughs> Mr. Decisive Opinions with three guys on. We're right back at King you. King Dom. <laughs> King Dom. He is King oh. Dom. King, I'm king of rural stop terrorists, please. King of, king of the robes, king of the beard. Yeah. King of, king yeah. of the corner, king of the block. We're all jealous. Is what's I'm going on. I'm the end unit king. He's the king. What, of, he's the king of Aldi's. He's the king of Aldi's. <laughs> I'm the corner end unit king, dog. Remember my shit. Welcome yeah. to Three Guys on Thursday edition. This is for the fucking freeloaders. How y'all doing? Fucking freeloaders. Missing a lot of product. We got a lot of product for y'all over on the over on the Patreon page. Yeah, we got some woke files. We got some the regular Monday episodes. But I get it. Your money, your money might be funny. You know, with the fucking we getting these checks now from uh, from uh, the uh, furlough. We getting furlough checks now. And I just got. Well, I you know the twelve hundred thing. I put three in, so I got three at one time. Okay. So my wife's the like, unemployment is, checks. My wife's like, it's a lot of money. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah, I I I put in for three. I thought I had been putting them in, but apparently I hadn't. And so yeah. I went ahead and submitted for three at once. And then with the six hundred on top of that, I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit of money. <laughs> it's a little bit of money. And I mean, yeah. it's a it's a month's worth of bills. But right. at least it's a full month's worth of bills as opposed to that fucking stimulus package money we got which was nothing honestly i just got you know because a lot of people weren't getting their stimulus check and you could go to the website the irs get it's called get my payment or whatever and you can put in your info and it'll tell you what's going on right a lot of people were getting this error that i was getting which is like basically information not available okay so i finally went on yesterday actually and I put my info in, and it said, okay, we got your money. We don't know. You got to send us your bank information, even though they took money out of my bank last yeah, year they have money. when they I have paid my taxes. For your taxes, yeah. So that was like, put in your uh, routing number and your account number. That seems and like once a I scam, did that, dude. Really? It's the IRS website, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's irs.gov. So you put in your, your number, dot and then basically. Dot yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dot co, dot net, <laughs> Uh, Fuck around as the anti client in Iran with your motherfucking stimulus <laughs> check right now. <laughs> right now. He just bought a camel. He just bought a camel. Yeah. <laughs> Buying falafels and new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> new sandals. 
So I basically I have money coming. It said it it said it takes, you know, some a couple business days, but that are, first are stimulus check. Doing, a lot are of people Are you guys doing household money or are you just doing single money? Well, we if you file, we do my married filing jointly. Then so y'all got y'all got household money coming. It's going to be both of our money, yeah, right. coming in one coming to my bank account but basically. But you don't got the, you don't got that extra kid money coming either. No, and they don't let you count your fur kids, your fur babies. So, um, no, no kid bonus. Those bastards. And, and I don't really know exactly. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I know if you Google that, like, whatever the error message is, if, or if you look it up on Twitter, a bunch of people yeah. are getting that payment can't be found error message. Well, so I'll tell you what, Virginia is on it because I, I put this information in. It must have been Thursday or Friday. That shit can't pop right in. So Virginia is on it. Yeah. I, don't, I can't yeah. speak for the government, but Virginia is on that shit. Yeah, the IRS is uh, slacking, I guess. Dominic, did you get your stimulus check yet? Yeah, I don't know how I got that shit, but it just showed up one day, so I was just like, cool, I'll take yeah. this. And go buy some mulch? Yeah, go buy some motherfucking <laughs> Hilary Holly Japanese bushes yeah. for the front yard, yeah. dog. It's not It's not, It's not. not a lot of money, honestly. It's, it's, just, it's just not. It's not. It's just, <laughs> it's not. just not. To cover bills, it's really not. It's really not. Think you're going to survive off that 1200 Bitch, you not. You not. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, you not. That's a, a, a new bitch, you not. Yeah. <laughs> we not. have a new bitch, you not. It's not a lot of money. The unemployment money, I don't give a fuck, man. I paid into that, so I don't give a fuck, dude. People try to make you feel bad about claiming that unemployment money. Man, fuck you. <laughs> Why the fuck would you? That's my money That's my shit. money. I've been paying into this shit for years now, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it. You know, they just changed like the rules because that was a big part of it was like when you file unemployment, you have to show that you've been looking for a job to file for yeah, unemployment. That's... Well, they waived that in Virginia. Because I was like, I'm not looking for a job. <laughs> I'm not looking for No one's looking for a job. That's not what we're doing. Yeah. We're just waiting for kind of to jump back off again. That's what we're doing. Virginia been doing good, man. I'm kind of glad Northam did well, that blackface shit because now he's been making man. up for it. He's been making up for it, dog. He has he been, been making, dude. <laughs> yeah. Governor Blackface. He's, he's been doing <laughs> it. Governor Blackface been making it up. Money be where it's supposed to be at. He yeah. shut down schools at the right yep. time. Yep. He he put in all these voting rights acts to to uh, make sure people can vote and shit like that in these upcoming elections. And he he, he also he was way out ahead. He shut down the state till June tenth. Well, I mean, he is early a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> <He's a> doctor, <laughs> you know, it helps. So he, yeah. So he, I mean, so is Rand Paul, but exactly, you know, Northam. <laughs> Man, I'm motherfucking Rand Paul, this yeah. bitch ass. Well, now we now just through all this, we see why his neighbor beat the shit out of him. Live whooped his ass. Now we exactly. Just, I've been living next to this motherfucker <laughs> for years now. This is what I've been putting up with. <laughs> so, I mean, he beat the shit out of Rand Paul. He <laughs> fucked his shit up. <laughs> this motherfucker was on his John Deere lawnmower and was like, if I see this motherfucker ran, I'm going to run up on his ass. <laughs> Jumped off the John, John Deere and bust his ribs <laughs> all up. fucking him up. He fucked him up but good. <laughs> and you ain't heard nothing else about it, which means Rand didn't press no charges. Heard the shit. <laughs> no, I think he had to do like community service or some like, shit for whooping the, his yeah, he ass. Do something. He beat but the then it was also because <laughs> Rand Paul had to do the self isolation for the COVID. You know. Yeah. And the reason, a big part of that, the reason he's in a risk group is because he has lung damage from, from that, that fight. Ass kicking. From getting his ass beat. <laughs> <That> <laughs> yeah. Ass kicking. <laughs> he hurt his lung. 
he beat up the dude's lungs. <gasps> yeah, yeah, he broke his ribs. He beat the shit. Yeah. He probably lacerated his lungs when he broke his. He beat the shit out of Rand Paul. He sat <laughs> on his chest and just fucked his ass up. Yep, he got him in that ground and pound. <laughs> Put his yep. knees on his two arms. He couldn't move and shit. <laughs> and then just like, why just are you hitting yourself? Yeah, why are going. you hitting yourself? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Motherfucker, did I tell you to rake your goddamn leaves? <laughs> he beat Bitch the shit. ass. Beat the shit out of Rand Paul. He jumped off the John Deere. The mower was still going in one direction. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked his ass up. He I wish I could whoop my fucking neighbor's ass and just get community service. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't doing that for you. you know, that's not how it works for you. <laughs> you jump on your neighbor. That's it. <laughs> Bitch, I told you about these dandelions in front of your house fucking up my crabgrass. I'm a- nah, fuck that, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, this ain't a lot of money, dog. This ain't a lot. And then fucking Lindsey Graham is on on air complaining about uh, if you give people unemployment, then they're not going to work. I'm like, you should shut the fuck up, Lindsey. I don't think you understand how fucking unemployment insurance works. Your motherfucker, do you not understand how this shit works? Well, if they get this no, money, just, they're not going to want to go back to work. That's not how it works, man. That's talking points. That's all. It's all yeah, that sort of uh, people get lazy when they get handouts, all that other shit that they want to always you you know, know float who those out there. People he was talking about people, too. Was. People, people, yeah, yeah those quotes, people. You know those people. people. <laughs> Certain people. <laughs> yeah. Gonna be buying Escalades and shit with their stimulus check. Not want to go back <laughs> yeah. to work. Yeah, they're not gonna want to go back to work because they're getting free money. It's not free money. <laughs> At least we see in what states we shouldn't really give a fuck about anymore. South Carolina, but we already knew that. Yourself. But we already knew that. It's just the problem is we we all got people. We got people in North Carolina, even though that state ain't shit. We got people there. Rod and Karen are there. We got people there. We got people all over. Just to, these fucking states ain't shit. Atlanta. We got people in Atlanta. We got people curvy curvy Jones. She's in Atlanta. We got people in Atlanta, and they getting fucked. Their governor is out of his fucking mind. I saw the governor of I saw the mayor of Savannah, Georgia, today. Uh, say that uh, the, the girl asked him, have you talked to the governor about reopening the state? He was like, I mean, I tried to talk to him. He ain't, he ain't answering my calls. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm like, well, he's first, busy. I'm like, well, first of all, you're black. That's number one. <laughs> that's probably number one. And just like uh, uh, every episode of black as fuck is something that has something to do with slavery. Like it's because of slavery. Every episode. <laughs> no, but for real, it's because of slavery. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you it's because of slavery. It's like, he ain't even answered my calls. I'm like, well, black man, <laughs> this ain't new. Yep. You know? It's, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell wants the blue states to go bankrupt because I guess that's where all the uh, deaths are happening, yeah, according I saw, to him. I saw Cuomo. He was like, you go ahead and sign that. He was talking big shit. He was like, you go ahead and sign that bill. You go ahead and sign a bill trying to bankrupt yeah. the states. Go ahead and do it. I dare you. <laughs> States can't file for bankruptcy. That's not a thing unless unless they want them unless they allow them to. But he's well, like, yeah, see what happens when Andy. But the northern states are full of the welfare queens. Okay. Yeah. So these welfare queens also. But that's the thing. Like even in a blue state, a large number of people who died are Republican voters. You know. Yeah, so well, just that the the short sightedness of that making it political, turning it into a blue versus red thing when literally fifty thousand plus people died. It's ridiculous, you know, but well, I mean, you know, that's the way it is. You got to crack a few eggs, man. You got to you got to crack a few. Yeah, eggs. everyone's trying to game the system, get the get what they can out of it. That was just Mitch McConnell's whole thing is just a 
siphon money out of the system for himself and don't give a fuck about anybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the people of Kentucky are going to elect that motherfucker again. Right. <laughs> again. Well, do we really yeah, give no, no, a no, fuck no. about a Kentucky? Come on, man. Fuck Kentucky. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't. So, you you want to care about these motherfuckers, but you're like, fuck you, man. I don't know what to tell you, dog. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about Idaho. I don't give a fuck about Missouri. It's all, fuck it's North all, Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah, especially them little cold white states. I don't care anything about them cold white states. Don't nobody give a fuck. That's how I think Idaho that, was. Uh, all those like Dakota states and, and them, them, them states up there. I'm like, all them cold white states, I don't give a fuck about them. Wyoming, fuck out of here. Don't <laughs> nobody care about you. Idaho was where that woman got arrested at the park a few days ago. Oh, that's that fucking, was in Idaho. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was planned shit. <laughs> that's near where Chad lives. Yeah. yeah. So I got to call, uh, call Chad. He he sent me a text. I've been meaning to get back in touch with him. I got to give him a call. See how he's doing. That yeah. fucking that fucking plan white shit. We're gonna go and stage a rally at a fucking playground for our safety. Well, the, the cop was uh, the cop was like, "Look, you guys, uh, you gotta you gotta leave the playground, guys." And the woman was like, "Why?" Yeah, this one woman was doing all this talking, and and he's like, "Look, the the city says you gotta leave." Well, that's. That's unconstitutional. So she goes, well, first of all, it's unconstitutional. And I'm sitting there watching like, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. That's not unconstitutional. And then that's the woman who eventually yeah, literally turned her back, put her hands behind her back, said, well, then arrest me. And it turns out she's like a, an activist, yeah, a right-wing activist yeah. who basically sets all these situations up yeah. so that I guess she can get publicity for her side. Who also has, but they cuck- had like this- who also has cuckolding parties on the weekend. Yeah, it's very likely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the thing is, it, they had all these kids running around a playground, and the cop Fuck was like, "You can kids. go to the, you can go to the park over there. You just can't come hey, to the come fucking here. slides. You can go over there, yeah. And the jungle gyms. I mean, you shouldn't go over there. You shouldn't have your kids out on play dates with you know a hundred other people. But that's up to you if you want to get it. But yeah, they they. I don't know what they. This is their fight. The, some people's fight is literally, I'm going to lose everything. I need to find a way to get back to work because I literally have no money coming in. My savings are almost depleted. I'm going to lose my business. I'm going to be destitute. And her cause is, we want to ride on slides. Right. We want to play in the jungle gym. If you listen to these, um, any of these protesters, it's all a variation of that. It's, uh, I want to get a haircut. I actually heard a woman say that. She was showing her roots off. I need to get these fixed. I'm like, that's where you're at, bitch. You know, there's a whole and the thing is they talk about a lot of them talk about like uh, they talk about their rugged individualism or like my parents struggled so I could do this. Well, what would your your uh, your parents have done if they had to dye their own hair? Do you think they would have figured it out? Maybe. Or your grandparents. (laughs) Maybe your your salt of the earth ancestors who came here and lived off the land and struggled so you could have opportunities. You think they would have figured that shit out? You can figure out how to deal with your hair situation. You know, either die it yourself, which millions of people already do, or just uh, do what Dominic's doing. Just just let it yeah, grow let out. It grow your shit out. First of all, if you're a grown ass man that don't know how to use let some clippers and shape your beard go, up dog. and shit, go ahead and look like give the go fuck ahead up on life. Like, go ahead and look like an extra from a 1970s black exploitation movie. It's fine, dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. My shit look nice look, right now. Looking like the third lead in Cooley High. It's okay, man. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Looking like the the ex hippie English teacher. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking like the dude who used to pack up the truck for the Temptations in the 80s. It's fine, man. <laughs> yeah, I knew so that was guys. mad because your fucking beards don't connect. That's why. I mean, My that is a little bit of a problem. I'm going, I'm going to go ahead and say that. That's a little bit Listen, of a problem. Listen, if your beard don't connect by now, you got to shave your shit it off. It is what it is, man. But my shit is full now. I'm, you know, it just don't go anywhere. Can't have no patches, ear. dog. <laughs> can't have no patches in your shit. <laughs> it just doesn't go anywhere above my ear. We can't. We're not all blessed with Russ Green and them Wolverine, <laughs> them Wolverine yeah. genetics. We're not. <laughs> we're not all blessed with that, man. You know. I'll let my shit just come on in. At least it ain't got no gray. I ain't started to hit no gray yet. Oh, I got my gray starting to come out in my chin. A little shit. bit of gray, you know. I'm gonna just embrace this shit, dog. Fuck it. You think I'm gonna go in a motherfucking <laughs> barbershop? I go to a hood barbershop too. You think I'm going no. in a hood barbershop right I've now? Thinking, I've been thinking about this because you know they're they're opening. I mean, Northam. I don't know when he's really gonna reopen, but at some point I'm gonna have to go back up in that gym. You know? Yep. Oh, I ain't going to no motherfucking gyms. Gyms are nasty Fuck normally. That. <laughs> they're nasty right. exactly. normally. Under normal circumstances, they're nasty. <laughs> you know? You're going to see me doing jumping jacks in, in my in basement. The age, in the age of the Rona? Nah. The problem with going out anywhere is you have to trust everybody else to do the right thing. That's the problem. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and you can't. It's at a gym, people don't even wipe down. They get up nope. from a machine and nope. they don't even wipe the shit nope. down. It's all nope. wet. Nope. Sweaty. You talking about motherfuckers? You think they're gonna cover their refuse mouth? Refuse to put up their own weights. That nothing. Yeah. You think some motherfuckers mad. that pay nine dollars a month to go to Planet Fitness going to do anything no. beyond? They don't even want to get a real gym membership. No. And they <laughs> fuck this, man. No. 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 no, I don't see how they're going to be able to keep gyms clean. They've already started. Gold's Gym was happy in Atlanta. They were like, we're opening up. I'm like, I don't see how you're going to keep this gym clean in Atlanta. I really don't. Go ahead. There's I no hope all you motherfuckers way. die. There's no possible way. <laughs> Tom makes wishing death on people. Gyms are houses that's, of gyms, dude. I don't dude, see that's how. stupid shit. Yeah, man. Like you could shit. That's stupid shit, man. My wife shops, was... nail salons, any place where a germ could jump in your body, they want to open them yes. shits up. Yeah. Tattoo oh, parlors. Bowling alleys. Everyone's yeah. putting their fingers in those balls. Right. Who the fuck wants to go to a bowling alley? That's white people shit, man. Yeah, Come man. on. <laughs> Don't nobody want to go to a fucking bowling Well, I want to get a haircut so I could go to the bowling alley, bitch. But Kill you yourself. you got to understand, that's my freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and how the, you, did you see the picture with the one bitch yelling that looked like uh, the Crypt Keeper and shit? <laughs> they all look like no. some variation of the yeah. Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Y'all, you need to list some essential services you need to go to. Like, bitch, you got to go to the dentist. That's hey. the first place that you go to. That's it. Did, Get you, your see shit the La- did you see the Las Vegas mayor? Oh, man, listen, man, the Goodman's been crooked than a motherfucker, man. If you don't know about the Goodman's, man, just look up on Oscar. I don't know about him. I figured there's something corrupt about him, but I don't know about him. So the Goodman's been like the mayor for like a whole fucking family cycle. Like Oscar Goodman is her husband. He was like the Las Vegas mayor for like a fucking long ass time. That guy I'm not mistaken. And that guy was crooked as shit with the mob and shit, if I'm not mistaken. And then this old bitch just started becoming the mayor like a, like a couple years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Same shit. They keep their money in the family. They crooked as fuck. Well, this is what I said. She, she seemed like uh, on that video with Anderson Cooper, she seemed like drunk or on some pills. She was not all there. Like, how does she get votes? How do people vote for her? Who else ran against that woman? 
you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> because they, they take this shit like it's a joke, the people that are voting, like, what? Oh, yeah. Vote for her. It doesn't matter. It's Las Vegas, baby. It doesn't Crazy matter. old lady. Yeah. It and does. Las Vegas is a transient fucking community, even if you live there. So nobody getting real caught up in the political system right. and shit, right. except some yeah. old motherfuckers that lost them like a slot machine and could never leave. That's it. That's the only people that give a fuck. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's, and motherfuckers vote because it's like a joke. Like, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Las Vegas is going to be fine. It doesn't matter who's mayor. It doesn't matter. Las Vegas, the mob runs this town anyway. It's that kind of shit. You know, so yeah. they vote for this bitch, and now you're in trouble. <laughs> you know, now you see. She said, she said she wants them to be the control, the placebo group. Yeah, the placebo. She's like, the placebo group gets fucked in experiments. That's the point. Yeah, <laughs> they don't get any medication. <laughs> That's the point. They die usually. <laughs> you know, they get fucked. Yeah. My wife was walking the dog a little while ago, and there was a jogger coming. They were on a sidewalk, so not a lot of room. So my wife pulled the dog off into the grass, and the woman running by goes, "Oh, it's okay. I'm not afraid of dogs." Jesus like, Christ! <laughs> what the fuck White are you talking? people shit. <laughs> are, are you not aware of the? She's supposed to the your virus. Wife is, your wife is supposed to yell at her. That's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. She, I don't think she you. did. <laughs> She's supposed to yell at her. <laughs> That's what's supposed to happen. Of course, a jogger I think if was you not look, wearing a mask. If you're a cop and you see some shit like that, you should just be allowed to get out your car and slap the shit out of people and then get right back in your car and drive off. So that, that's police brutality you're advocating, Dominic. That's not police brutality. That's common sense. <laughs> He's slapping common sense into people. That's all the fuck you yeah. doing right now. If you're a First cop of all, in your beard. why the beard? fuck you running in the virus, bitch? Where are you going? People I, out I there, people to, are wrong. I've been running to keep my sanity, but like I talked about it earlier... I stay far away from people when I'm running. I'm I'm way out in the street. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm away. People from People are riding bikes. Yeah, I, I've had people because I'm walking a dog. I've had people from behind me like just zoom past me on a bike, like See, a mountain bike. They could go through the grass. That's unacceptable. Get away. I don't hear them coming. You know. Yeah. Get away. Get away. Get in the street. Get away from people. You or know? slow down and just let the let the people in front of you uh, do what they're doing until they right. you can get around right. them. That kind of stuff is unacceptable. You got to get yeah. away from people. You got to you got to just stay away from people. You ain't got it's just 6 feet. You can't handle 6 feet. You can't handle 6 feet. It's a, it's a struggle. They, they and yeah, 6 feet is a minimum by the way. Right. If you right. have 15 feet, use all 15 feet. That's all. Or some cop is going to show up and start beating the shit out of you. <laughs> That's what you should do, man. First of all, you should only work out enough to loot supplies. That's as healthy as you need to stay. Grab your shit and go back to the house. That's it. Why the fuck you doing triathlon shit? And tri man, come the fuck on, dog. That's why we're going to be in the house for the fucking next three years. We ain't getting the fuck we out. We're going to be in the house because these motherfuckers protesting, talking shit. Our president talking shit about, uh, well, it looks to me like they're following guidelines. I'm like, that's a lie. So stop saying shit like that. That's just, stop saying that shit. That, that's a lie. I saw, uh, I saw, I heard Richard Steele, Mike, Richard Steele, <laughs> the boxing ref, Michael Steele, <laughs> uh, former Republican head of the Republican Party saying um, he was on Jonathan Capehart's podcast. He said, I need a reporter. 
preferably at first he said first of all I need some of the men to grow some of these balls like these women reporters who are getting at the president I need some of these men to grow these balls and I need one of these reporters to just say okay Mr. President oh, this is going to be my last time doing this because I'm about to get fired but why are you lying <laughs> why won't you tell us the truth why do you got to lie crazy and I need, I need somebody to do that you know you and then just do like the you're gonna like get George fired. Jefferson walk. Yeah, you're gonna get fired, but out. so what? You'll be fine. I, I need white people to be like Rand Paul's neighbor. <laughs> when you see some dumb shit, yeah. you get the fuck off what you're doing, and yeah. you beat the fuck out of somebody. Get on them. And then you like, listen, man. I tried to tell you a couple times already. Just, Just get leave it at that. People. I couldn't believe it. Anderson Cooper, when he was talking to talking to that Vegas mayor, he looked like he was like, I can't believe. What the yep. fuck this bitch is saying? I I can't believe this shit. It's the same thing. Like you, you know that comic Adam Belcher. I don't know if he's a comic anymore or not. I know. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is not a slight against Adam Belcher, by the way. Let me just start this by saying that this is not a slight against him. It was just I was I was flipping through Facebook and I saw a thing where he said that uh, when he first saw that the media reported that Trump said that people should inject disinfectant, he was like, I didn't believe it. My immediate thought to that would be, I probably should have texted him and asked him and say, ask yourself why you didn't believe it. Why Why would you not believe that? Do you understand what I'm saying? Why, yeah. why is your first impulse to be like, well, the media has to be lying? Why would you not believe that? Why would you not Or you think it's that? like a parody. People why think would, it's like a parody. Why would uh, you, who would make that up? Well, the Onion did a month ago. But this is not that. But <laughs> you know? now we're not talking about the Onion. Now we're talking about all media sources. Immediately after he said that, every media source was like, "We're running with this shit." <laughs> and then yeah. every doctor in America immediately jumped on Twitter and was like, "Don't do that because you'll die." <laughs> Except yeah. Doctor Phil. Yeah. Well. He's like, oh yeah, I think it's good. Uh, I think you could probably do that. <laughs> you know, Doctor Phil and Chris Cuomo's wife. You know, my my question <laughs> right. would be though is why do you not why 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 do you, why would you not believe that if Donald if the media reported that Donald Trump said cows are jumping over the moon, I would be like, listen, I don't know why he said that dumb shit, but he said it. But he said it. <laughs> of course he said it. <laughs> why wouldn't he say some shit like that? You know, this is a motherfucker who looked at the moon looked at the sun during an eclipse. The one thing you're not supposed to do. The one thing. Yeah. You know? Donald Trump be exposing, man, because you know white people trash. Let's just keep it 100. I mean. <laughs> I'm and, just saying. Andy, you got something white to say people, to that? <laughs> let's, I, look, I, I mean, no, I just thought maybe that's going to be the title of this uh, podcast episode. White, white people, people trash. trash. White people trash. Listen, white people are the 401k of America right now. That shit got no value, dog. <laughs> just sit there in the negative and don't fuck with me right now i mean we're coming back man we're coming back <laughs> that's why i always put anytime something like this happens i always put a tweet up a plurality of white people voted for this <laughs> thought that this should yeah. be president i'm thinking about i'm thinking about i am going to write a piece probably tomorrow in the afternoon um you know how they always say that uh, you hear this a lot. I heard started hearing this a lot during the election. Well, Hillary Clinton just can't say she's not Donald Trump. That's not enough. I'm like, yeah, it is. That that's it enough. actually is. That's yeah. enough. 
that that's enough. Why is it not? That that's the analysis of the piece I really want to focus in on is I should be able to say like Joe Biden right now should be able to say, yeah, I'm not Donald Trump. <laughs> Here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to tell you to inject. But he, the, he could probably say that shit, but he probably wouldn't remember that he's Joe Biden. Either. But but we should have been anybody should have been able to say that from the get go. And that should have been that should be enough. I'm not that. I have an idea as to why that is. I'll write about. I guess I'm gonna write about it. But yeah, well, I think that, people want people want to be courted. They want to have their vote earned. That's nonsense. And this is where they, we're at. Then it's because of this. That's nonsense. yeah. They they want please please cater to me. Yeah, please and cater not, to me. And that's nonsense. And if you don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna harm all of society because right. you didn't cater to me. You know, right. it's it's very selfish, very right. self centered. That's nonsense. You know, when so that's the funny thing about like um, millennials who are, you know, maybe the most likely to threaten to not vote, maybe the generation, the generation Z people, too. But millennials love to say, "Okay, boomer. But they have a lot of the same characteristics as boomers. Right. The the ego, the self-centeredness, the narcissism. When they're sixty, they're going to do the same boomer shit. They're they're compl- I guarantee you, millennials will be fine with tanking the economy, the economy to preserve their retirement fund or whatever. They have a lot of. They're the children of boomers. They were raised by boomers, you know. So oh, when they're saying "okay, boomer," they're really just yelling at their okay, parents. Okay, mom and but, dad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're That's yelling at their part. parents and all that. But they have a lot of the same care. A lot of the selfishness is is very similar between those two generations and you're seeing it now like it's all it's all fine when they're when the self-centeredness leads you to say i'm gonna protest and change the world and and act be an activist but then when you start getting into your 40s and 50s and people start turning more conservative the change is going to come where those people start it's going to be like the 80s with baby boomers where greed is good get mine get mine get mine fuck everybody else that's going to be what millennials are going to turn into uh, as much as they don't see that happening now. So it's just so funny to me when they start acting like they're not that way. They're exhibiting but, similar characteristics now by doing all this, you must court me, I'm important, you must come to me and, and all that shit. This is bigger than that, you know? Well, boomers ain't never had to deal with a level playing field because they, they never had to compete up against minorities half the fucking time. Oh, no. And then, and no. then millennials are the participation trophy fucking group of america and shit they didn't never have to really fight for first place because a motherfucker gave them second place and was like you did good no bet you lost you need to work harder That's what <laughs> are the you fuck against you participation trophies hell yeah what so the fuck I. you need a participation trophy for <laughs> so am i by the way <laughs> but so nobody give I, me participation money when i sign my kid up for something and he ain't coming second place then let me get a fucking participation registration fee. I don't want to be paying full registration for this shit this motherfucker not going to come first place in. I'm getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> but what about just the the kid feeling good about himself? How the fuck you, you should know? feel good there's about yourself many, when you know you ain't good? There's lessons to be learned in sports than that. <laughs> we got a trophy one year because uh, in baseball we were terrible. Little League. We won two games and we got a little... Everyone got a trophy. Uh, that's the only time it happened. And the only reason is, you know how the team has a sponsor, like the, the company, the bank on the back of the shirt or whatever. Yeah, they were trophy. I think our sponsor was a jeweler or like a jeweler. Uh, and so they had access to make little plastic gold looking trophies 
So they were like, ah, oh, here you guys go. We all got a trophy. Yeah. No, and fuck I felt that. If you was the worst team in baseball and you got second sponsored worst. by somebody, the second worst, then you should have been working for the fucking jeweler on the weekends no, to give them his fucking know, money it. back. Every, every team had a sponsor. was a terrible-ass baseball player. Every team had no a sponsor. fucking the trophy sponsorship, for that shit. The sponsorship came before the season. So it's not like they knew what, how bad we were going to be. Every team had a... It was advertising. Every team had a company or a bank or right, whatever local right, business right. on the back of their shirt. And I would have sued like you a, if I was like the jeweler and shit. My girls got trophies. I made I the all-star team. I was good. My girls got trophies <laughs> and I wasn't <laughs> able to give <laughs> you, out to them because The team the was trash, but personally oh, you was undefeated? Yeah. I no, got, we, weren't a good, we were not a good team. Yeah, my girls yeah. got trophies. I wasn't able to give them to them because of the Rona because they got the, we got the trophies. We were setting up to have a party and then all this shit. We were sending to the party. Yeah. All this shit happened, but my girls won the won the won their league. So, and they deserve yeah. to be rightfully praised we for winning the league. the league. We won the league, but we lost in the we lost in the in the first round of the playoffs because of we had. Oh, I've talked about it before. Those fucking twins. Those two twins, man. It was just <laughs> the ones that's having a birthday party. No, no, no. Oh, I was about to say. I tell you what. I tell you what, though. Um, the boy is a transgender boy. Okay. okay. The two twins. It was two girls. Now it's a girl and a boy. It was a transgender boy. The boy played for me last year and was my point guard, my starting point guard, okay. and was fucking fantastic. Okay. Huh. But she transitioned. She transitioned. So she plays it's, in the it's boys a girls now. league. She plays in the boys yeah. league now, and she's she he is dominating in the boys league now. <laughs> okay. Dominating in the boys league because he's good. He was good. He was a good ball huh. handler. He was very kind of selfish. I was I was working that out of him. I was like, your job, you want to be the point guard. Your job is to make other people better. Your job is not to just slash dash and score. That's not your job. Your job is to make your sounds like Jordan. Better. Your job is to make your teammates better. <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you want to be that person, then you need to be a shooting guard. You don't need to be a point guard. You know. Right. <laughs> because a point guard's job is to make people better. So when I I lost, I lost him, and then I lost. I lost him, I lost one of my really good defenders, and I lost this other girl. So I was replaced with these three other girls, and two of them were twins who had never played basketball before. <laughs> never played basketball. They were scared of the ball. They couldn't do it. It was crazy. Crazy. So, And because of the rules of these little, little league rules, each of them has to play a certain amount of time. So basically I had to play one each quarter. So yeah. every quarter we played, we were playing five on four. Every quarter, five on four. See, that's bullshit. Five on four. They shouldn't have been in the league. They sh they should have been in some fucking participation league. Exactly. And feel, some shit. I look, I feel the same way, but I played with the hand I was dealt. And we won. We won the league because my other girls were able to hide the deficiency. But when we got to the playoffs and we played against a team that we were ev really evenly matched against, or that was actually a tick better than us, that that five on four finally showed up. That's all it was. That five on four showed up. At one point, one of my girls had the ball, caught the ball, and got like a fat the beginning of a fast break. And one of the twins was open to pass, and she looked up to make the pass, and she was like, "Nope," <laughs> and fast <laughs> to somebody. Fast to somebody. Started running with the ball, not dribbling. <laughs> Her terrible ass. She was like, and that's that's because I told them. As along the way of coaching them, I'm like, everybody needs to know what their strengths are, okay? If you're not that good of a ball handler, you need to get the ball to our ball handlers to get the ball up the court. 
Okay, so you got to know what your strengths are and you got to know who to pass to. It's situational awareness. Know whose strengths are, know who's. So when she looked up, she was like, nah, son, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Your strengths are you should be able to pass water and towels out <laughs> to the rest of the people on the team that can play properly. Yeah. That's your function. You a team manager. There should be a actually, whole fucking program. I was actually you, pleased it, with that. I was actually pleased with that. I was like, oh, she made a perfect decision that's a perfect decision to make right there like i can't i can't pass to you this is crazy (laughs) i can't pass to you but nobody but i what i needed was somebody else to see that and break over there (laughs) and give her somebody to pass to that's what i needed you know i'm telling you man that's the bernie support the bernie bro shit man (laughs) ain't done no shit you want motherfuckers to let you in the game and fuck it all up while we doing some real shit because yep. you ain't never accomplished nothing in your life for real, for real. Fuck out of here. And man. I want my trophy at the end. And I want my trophy at the end. You know? So I got these little girls' trophies in my car. I've had them in there for a while now. They nice trophies too. <laughs> they deserve them. But like Andy's team, he ain't deserve shit. Well, that's why I'm such a, an entitled narcissist to this day. It's that one trophy I got. Because you were personally in 1987. undefeated. I still have it. You know, we we won two games because there was always one team that was the terrible team. And and they were the Luckett's team. So we were Leesburg, but Luckett's is like a neighboring town that's so small that they just don't have a talent pool. So Luckett's was always the worst. And And we got the one special needs kid on the team, so you got to take it easy (laughs) on them? No, no, they didn't have... we We didn't have any charity cases, but they were just not as good as any other team. And you play every team twice, and we won two games. <laughs> so we only beat up on the one, the bad team uh, that no, was just no, inferior. No, we're the bad team. You beat the worst yeah. team. <laughs> yeah, there's always a worst team, you know. So we had a uh, we had a rough a rough we had a couple rough years. We were never that good. You I shouldn't have been allowed years. to the banquet, dog. Y'all shouldn't have been invited unless you I, were I working know, it. I don't know what you think. Uh, there's no banquet. We were at a picnic table in a park. <laughs> that was the, that, the that little counts. team party. That wasn't the banquet. Oh, y'all but had a team just... party to celebrate and shit for what? What did y'all accomplish? Nothing. End of the year. It's just the end of the season. Dom, you're going to be the, the end worst. of the season, man. You cannot coach any of your kids' shit at all. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if my before, daughter is it. terrible at sports, she ain't playing sports, man. We're yeah. not going through this bullshit. We're going to find your talent, and we're going to maximize it. But what we're not going to do is waste my Saturday for no fucking reason whatsoever. Oh, uh, I'll Donna's take you to the be, library. I'll of, take you to – I ain't taking you to the park if you ain't athletic and you can't do some shit. Speaking no. of uh, – I'm just going to be that parent. Speaking of stimulus, uh, the mayor of San Juan says no one in Puerto Rico has received their $1,200 stimulus money yet. Of course not. Puerto yeah, Rico. They, won't. they just need to make Puerto Rico its own fucking – Leave it alone and give up the rights to Puerto Rico. They supposed to get. What? They supposed to get stimulus uh, money. <laughs> <laughs> my wife just walked in because she heard me talking shit about my daughter. <laughs> 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 I'm saying no. I, we're not wrong. Do you? Would you want to give up your weekends if she was terrible at soccer? That's a and stupid then you gotta bring some fuck because your wife will do that shit. They don't care. No, she won't. <laughs> and then we gotta give out fruit snacks and shit to kids that we don't even fucking like. You know you it's don't about, want to do that shit. It's about building. They're they're also maturing socially because of the con the the friendships on the team. 
Dominic's going to be that parent in the stands yelling at the refs. He's going to be yelling at the refs about why they didn't call a foul on his kid. First of all, she's so bad. You don't be building no motherfucking friendships when you terrible as fuck. Because <laughs> as soon as you get in the game, they be like, here come fucking Amari and shit. She stink. You know what I mean? That's remember I I remember I told you that shit when I had to t- yep. coach my son's soccer team and yeah. shit. Man. Yeah, you hit a you hit a kid's shoe so he couldn't get in the game. His, first of all, his his name was Sahil and he was terrible as fuck. And I bet you Sahil never played soccer again because I taught him that you's terrible and you really need to fucking study computers or some shit. <laughs> you did teach him a lesson. You t- you but what taught, if he, what you if taught it was... him the burning drive of hate that Wells yeah. did inside him now. Hey, Michael Jordan got cut from a team once and look, he was he became the second greatest player of all fucking time in the NBA. <laughs> second. Second greatest. <laughs> You know why? Because yeah. he ain't make the team one time in the ninth grade because he wasn't good enough. That's he didn't how make you varsity. Do- he didn't make varsity. He could have played JV, but he didn't make varsity. He did cry, though. That's what there he ain't. Did. They ain't participate varsity, he neither. Go home and he did go home and cry, though. So Yeah. Because he's... He, well, Dominic likes the idea of kids. one good thing about the kids. coronavirus is that kids that don't ain't good at athletic sports ain't wasting your fucking time outside taking up resources for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> what if they enjoy it? What if they're having fun? Ain't no way Even in the world not- you can enjoy something if you're terrible at it, dog. Come on, man. Let's stop the bullshit. See? It's that participation trophy shit. I don't know if that's true. You can true. watch what? it. You can enjoy watching basketball. You don't need to partake in the shit. But you enjoy it. It's fun. Why can't you have fun? Why can't you do things you now enjoy? You love your child. Now, see, now you're starting to sound like the, how the kids sound because they get that shit in school. You should just be here to have fun. So the kids try to say that. It's up to the coach to be like, listen, it is nah, fun dog. to win. <laughs> it's very fun. But there's <laughs> no, I, what I'm saying this is this is just being out here for fun. Okay. This is your child, though. You love your child. Your child has found something they enjoy. Why would you deprive them of doing well, things I mean, they enjoy? They enjoy getting the shit beat out of them every week. That's fine. What if they do? What if hey, they enjoy the something. camaraderie? My daughter's soccer team, this little indoor soccer team, they got they got their asses handed to them week after week. I was like, okay, I'm not coaching yeah. them. So. <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't fun. They just took it. <laughs> you know. Well, See, that's it, some it, shit when you got cats. If you had some kids, you would what? know, man. <laughs> cats, you just be like, go play with the ball and shit. They having a good time. You know what I mean? With kids, no. You'd be like, oh, this motherfucker is embarrassing me right now. Oh, see, it's back. That That's, okay, we just peeled back the layer. It's about you being embarrassed because of your vanity. It's not about you. It's about it's your It's not kid. about me being embarrassed. I'm just saying, the average fucking... Even participation league, you got to give up a Saturday for like three, four hours. This motherfucker getting in the game for like two minutes. Not about Come you. Come on, man. See, but it's not about you. Why then would you make it about and you? Because you ain't kids. These are the sacrifices you have to make as a parent, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do we have any emails? He just said no. Do we have any he emails? Just Shit, said, man. No. Don't nobody. Come on, man. It's a emails? competitive game, and then that one kid that got to get in the game for a minute and a half come fuck it up. All of a sudden, it's five to two. No, man. It was two whole, to two. It's a uh, They all have to play a whole quarter in the first half, continuous, and the equivalent of a quarter in the second half. They got to play a whole quarter? Continuous in the first half, and the equivalent of a quarter in the second half. 
See, this is but, why you shouldn't be letting, like, when they let the special needs kids, like, shoot three-pointers. You shouldn't let them do that shit because that's how that shit start happening. Man. Wait, so every now and then a video comes out of, like, an autistic kid who gets in the game and, like, drains a three, and it's like it gets three million hits because everyone's talking about how inspirational it is. You don't like those videos? Nobody Fuck did. no. Nobody as soon as he get up. in the game, you should blast that shit into the a fucking other court. Nobody I'm that kid up. I'm throwing that shit. Fuck, Tyler. I don't want to hear it, man. Because <laughs> right. then you, that's why you got to play a motherfucker for a quarter now because you let the special needs kid come in and shoot a three pointer for no reason. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think when I played Little League, it was you had to be three innings, but it was a six inning game. So there was a few people that played the whole game, and then it was like a few people that only got in for three innings, and they always stuck you in like right field. Right. Yeah, but baseball is different because you can be like, you're some. You can't hit worth shit, but bitch, just go in there and run the bases. You yeah, a pinch you runner. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you, you know what I mean. Have to get. You have to hit too, but they can hide you in the outfield. They you can't can hide, hide a motherfucker in basketball, dog. If you trash like shit, you we gonna get exposed. But what Happen about the lesson that if you're bad, you can improve, and then the next season you come back, and now you're playing all six innings. You know, do you just wallow and say I suck and walk away, or do you stick with it? Because you were encouraged by last season when you weren't very good. Listen, Michael Jordan blossomed be, late. You could be fundamentally sound and just be like, this kid just needs some experience. And then you can be the kid that don't even know how to use his hands and feet at the same fucking time. That kid should not be allowed to play any fucking activities whatsoever. He should be the scorekeeper. You got to do something with them books. People got to keep the score. You got to write this strength, the transcripts down. That's where that kid should fucking be. You or know what's interesting, answer. side maybe, note. Maybe he becomes an Yeah, announcer. there's so many other fucking roles that are necessary in a proper sports league to be run. Scout. Let the motherfuckers learn that shit. He got an A in English. You take care of the fucking books, man. You make sure everybody's name is written in here correctly. And I'm going to give you a trophy at the end for administrative <laughs> services, but nothing for on the fucking court. <laughs> so you get a trophy for keep, for keeping score? Yes, the man. Wins, that's valuable. That's a vital that's valuable. part of fucking. I believe that's yeah, a valuable man. service to the team. <laughs> On a side note, what's interesting, I guess, I just uh, thinking about it, is that Jordan, uh, Jordan got cut sophomore year, so he was a late bloomer considering he's the best player ever. Uh, Pippen was a late bloomer, and Rodman was a late bloomer. Right. All of them were late bloomers. Pippen didn't even grow until like he was in college for yeah, a full He was a manager. People talked about that, and I agree with Bomani. Bomani Jones talked about it, and everybody was like shocked. They were like, I can't. Yeah. How did he grow like that? I'm like, because he had proper nutrition. That's the only well, yeah. thing it is. Well, Rodman's similar. Rodman he, has a similar growth spurt at like age 19. He got proper nutrition. It happens to guys in the military. Dominic probably saw it when guys in the military. There's always a couple of dudes Yeah, it's the same way, man. They I gained 30 six, pounds. Six and, weeks later, they all of a sudden, they had guys, you get proper nutrition. I was eating but three times being, a day. My point being that all of them are late bloomers who yeah. could have been discouraged by their early lack of success. No, man. First of all, Michael Jordan <laughs> oh, was right. a late <laughs> No, they could be late bloomers. I can understand that, but they had the physical gifts and traits. Bitch, you 5'11 playing center in the ninth grade. You ain't going nowhere with that shit. <laughs> can we stop? Okay, you're terrible. You just set think, screens and shit. You could do that on the weekends playing 21. You don't have to give up a Saturday for you. I think David Robinson grew like eight or nine inches after high school, and he was not in some poor household growing up. He just grew late. Yeah, that was a to weird kind of seven one. He looks like when you look at him, you're like, you got a little touch of that acromegaly, don't you? Got like that Tony Robinson. Well, he was 
Like you look at he Tony was Robinson, six three. Like, you got a little bit of that going on. He was like he was like six three in high school, and he joined the Navy, and that's when he grew to seven one. He was too tall to be on ships because right. he had to after his Naval Academy time. Technically, you have to serve in the Navy for a number of years before he was allowed to go pro. Two years. But he got a waiver. But the thing is, he was over seven feet tall. He got so tall, he couldn't actually be on a ship anyway. But another guy who just after, out of nowhere, like had he walked away because he was just an average basketball player from like Osborne Park High School in Manassas or wherever he's from. I think he's from there. He would have walked away. If Dominic was his father, he would have been keeping score, possibly. <laughs> you know. Oh, Dominic, what would you think about the... Uh Speaking of the Navy, the naval commander who they fight, they're thinking about bringing that dude back now. They should have got to bring him back. They should have already brought him back, but I don't know what I don't know what the what the thinking is. Just bring his ass. He back. He said some real shit on a. No, nobody want to be on a ship with six hundred some people with the coronavirus. Man, right. he was trying to stand up for his fucking crew the right fucking way, be a real fucking leader. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and his whole ship was behind him, literally. You yeah. know what I mean? They was on his side. Yeah. That was some bullshit, man. Now, again, that's that stupid shit. That's white people to 401k of America, man. There's no value. That's, <laughs> I'm saying, man, I'm, that's a dude that should have been in his spot. You be talking all this patriot shit and America and all this bullshit, and you do some shit like that to a fucking real patriot? Man, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Go put some bleach in your chest and kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um Hey, we got a couple comments. Before we start the, yeah, we'll go ahead and do the emails. Yeah. We'll come back afterwards. Go ahead. All right. All right. We got a couple comments and a couple emails. So last week, episode 917 called Dumb Doctors. Raphael left a comment. Quick question, gentlemen. Is there a possibility that the quality of audio of a podcast is tied to the internet service? You guys sound great for the most part, and I've attended a few webinars recently with over 100 participants on Zoom with no issues. However, I've begun to notice that anytime I'm on, I'm on my podcast recording, Internet connection becomes faulty. My audio isn't as clear as before. Or sometimes we both have trash, right, Dom? (laughs) (laughs) You should quit that shit. Uh, We both have have to get off video. I can't help but wonder if this is the cable company trying to force me into upgrading to a more expensive package. Elena's episode. uh, Elena did Raphael's episode a week or two ago. Elena's episode was the last clear recording that I had without being told that my internet connection was weak while recording. As for dumb doctor, yeah, I think you you might want to take it up with your your provider, but they shouldn't that's, be throttling you. That sounds like definite bandwidth issues. Yeah, uh, he says. As for dumb doctors, their impact has already begun. I've been receiving Doctor Destroys Fauci CDC WHO instructions with facts videos from my uncle and mother on WhatsApp. Although I'm banned from the family group. <laughs> on the bright side, I haven't received 5G radiation videos for a few days. Another weird fact, Nigerian police had killed more people than COVID-19 in the name of enforcement. It's interesting to see how Israel, in Israel, people were self-distancing to protest against Netanyahu. Now they're regretting not voting him out earlier. Then compare him to the stupidity of the racist protesters here in America. What a time to be alive. Um, yeah, not for long, but what a time not to be alive. <laughs> Roger left a comment. Uh, nothing tested me like trying to learn how to record everyone on Skype and all the audio from my MacBook on one file. I am happy that you guys powered through. I need my 3GO to get through the fuckery of 2020. I agree with the comments above that I have noticed more issues with streaming video f- to my podcast, that there are more slowdowns. Love what you guys put out, and you all continue to inspire me and my friends. Get on the mic once a week. KC Stork out. 
Um, what we do, it's not really a secret, is if all three people recording have their own portable recorder, which is the case today, I just tell everyone to record their end of the conversation on their own recorder. And then we're also on Skype through our phones or laptops. And then everyone sends me their files. And then you don't have to have good bandwidth because it's just like you're all sitting in the same room on the same recorder. Um, but don't lie. You got to have the motherfucking technical capabilities that, of Andy Klein on the other end. Believe that. that. You have to have, easy. A, <laughs> believe you have that. to have a bare minimum of a, of a microphone and a portable recorder, which if they haven't, if they don't have that, you can't go buy that cheap. I mean, it's a couple hundred bucks, but, um, on the Frankie French woke files, Christopher left a comment. We love you, Frankie, AKA sock puppet. Number one, may you reign forever. So Frankie is sock puppet. Number one. Okay. Rain forever. Don't, Rain like Don't tell Mike weather. B. Rain like whoever, never. <laughs> Mike B thinks he's sock puppet number one. He does but think apparently, that. Uh, oh, well. uh, uh, speaking of sock puppets, um, I, th- I can't remember his name. Y'all, might, yeah, I can remember his name. Alex Walker. Y'all know who that Who's is. That? He's no. a three GO listener, man. Okay. Um, okay. He had the Rona, if I'm not mistaken, oh, man. No. He just said it on Facebook, and he, he just recovered it? from it. Yeah. Good. So shout out to Alex. I believe it's Alex. Let me look on my motherfucking Facebook Good. while y'all there's talk. A, uh, there's an MMA fighter in New York I know that you know, has a gym there, and uh, he's got it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about young people are just they're getting Lyman, strokes and blood Lyman clots. Good. He, he fights. He has a gym in New York that he – I know a trainer who trains at his gym, and I opened up my thing last week, and it popped up. He's the first MMA fighter to, to – to uh, contract it, so f- as they hmm. what they think, I'm like, hey, he probably not yeah. First, but <laughs> well, some people just don't know they have it if they're asymptomatic. Uh, yeah, on episode- yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Alex Walker, dog. We've talked to him back once or two. He's been, I think, he posts in the comments too on Patreon. Okay, but okay. He, yeah, he had the Rona, man. I gave him a shout out the All other right, day. Well, we hope you feel. Uh, get, we hope you're getting better, Alex. You know, appreciate Alex. Yeah, you, brother. Yeah. Don't don't expect a trophy. No, fuck that. <laughs> so. No, that's a warrior, dog. He came through with some shit. He got the, he had the Rona. He ain't no bleach, no nothing. He just sat in a basement with some lemon drops, I think, and free, cleared up his lungs. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> lemon drops. <laughs> yeah, man. Opened up his uh, episode nine eighteen last week called "How'd You Get In Here." We have a couple comments. Uh, Mark says that Romaine seems like a very chill guy. All yeah. your guests are great. Romaine just comes across as someone who would be pleasant even when agitated. That's Romaine, uh, pretty much. That's pretty much ev- Romaine. Yeah, as evident on the podcast, somebody less stable might have taken a fuck the pandemic stance in that store, even if he were wrong. And now he's expecting another child. Definite best wishes to his family. The talk about takeout food got me thinking. Somehow with all the special handling of grocery store bags, food boxes, and food, I didn't even think about the carry out from restaurants. I recall Rod and Karen talking about the relevant, the relative safety of the hot food and still didn't put two and two together. The one thing I did think was to put a bucket, a bucket and bar of soap and bottle of water in my car trunk to wash my hands before getting into the car. So I can think of the inside uh, as a safety zone. The question now is whether when I get home, do I have to immediately throw the clothes in the washer to get that Rona off of them? Or is that overthinking it? Now, or, well, hold on. He got a bucket of water in the trunk and shit. Think he about got like it. a, he's got a sink. He's got a little bucket and a bar of soap and a bottle of water yeah. in his trunk. Um, he says now that COVID apparently has Jordan-like airborne capabilities. Maybe it's getting on me. And I don't realize. 
you know how sometimes in the elevator you can still smell cologne when you get in, even though it's empty and nobody got off when you got in. What if coronavirus has that same Drakkar-like staying power? Enough fear-mongering. <laughs> I know he didn't say Drakkar. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Drakkar. That's the shit, Drakkar, dog. I used to I wear that know. shit. I've heard that you don't Drakkar have to, came in like... That you don't I'm have sorry, to go do ahead. that. You don't have to take clothes off and take showers and stuff like that. I've heard that. Particularly when yeah, I bring groceries. It doesn't live home, that long. But you do have to. I've also. We ran down the list of things you're supposed to do with groceries when you get them home. Now there's a new listing of things to do. It's it's yeah. uh, just put it away. And if you're not going to come to it immediately, if you're going to come to it immediately, then you should ch- transfer it into other shit. Wash your hands. Yeah. When you when you uh, bring in carry out food, though, you got to take it out of all that packaging and put it in. Yeah, that's what my wife do. You know, and then throw all that shit away. You know. Yeah. That you do have to do. Um, on my pancakes left a comment on that episode. He says it was so good to hear Romaine on once again. Those Krypton crypto beats were insane, and that dude Kane can rap his ass off. Few things bring me joy like Andy's fake what guy voice. <laughs> Whenever he goes into well actually, well, actually, my day is made. I do share Randolph's frustrations with Kanye. I consider myself a generally empathetic person, but the moment I heard a hip-hop artist complain about being bullied, a piece of me died. I hate to be this guy, but rappers in my day didn't get bullied. They got probation. That N-word is in his 40s. (laughs) Anyway, I do enjoy the insane 5G conspiracy theories. I still rock a flip phone, so it's giving me the opportunity to feel that I'm better than all of y'all. Love the show. He's on like 1G. Love the show. I finally bought Vintage, and it's so damn funny. If Blue Magic is on Amazon, that's next. Yeah, Blue Magic is on it Amazon. It is on Amazon. Uh, Go ahead and get it. I hope you guys get to return to the stage sooner than later. Be safe and healthy. Side note, today, we're recording on Saturday, is the three-year anniversary of the release of Vintage. Oh, shit. According to my Facebook memories. Uh, I was going to record something later this year. We, had, Me and Randolph had talked about doing a show that we record together. We were going to do that. And Each of us do 30 minutes, record it, and put our own 30 minutes out. Yeah. If Done. comedy comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Done. If com- And then my old material, I don't know if I want to do it anymore. The stuff that I was working on, some of it will stay, but some of it won't. I don't know. But that's the goal if comedy comes back. Uh, we're going to have a joint show where we both record a half hour and put it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't too- see this shit coming back, man, until next year. Unfortunately, yeah, I feel the same way, but... Uh, really and then we don't. have a we have an email, and we talked about this is something we talked about like a week or two ago from Nicole. This email uh, is is titled "Tip Instacart Workers." Okay, so here it goes. Hello, pickles and maybe jars. I would ask how y'all doing, but I'm sure we are all feeling the same case, the same cause of the Rona. Uh, well, yeah, Dominic's doing all right. He's got a robe on. He's a king. Um. Nicole says, due to the Rona, I was laid off from my job. I was working for a tech startup, and the first week of the Rona lockdown, we lost $3 million in investments. We went from a team of 20 to 10. But when I started the job at the startup, I picked a sweet gig at a hospital doing data analysis work. I only had to work two to three days a week. I live in Arizona, and the governor asked that the hospital stop all elective surgeries to keep the hospital patient census low just in case we were hit hard with Rona patients. Well, I ended up being furloughed because the hospital from the hospital because we went from having about 200-plus patients a day in the hospital to about 70 to 80. 
So they told me, we're not firing you, but we do not have enough work for you to do. Just like everyone else, I got bills, so I picked up a job as an Instacart driver. On average, with tips, I make about 100 to 150 a day, not including cash tips. That's about six deliveries. I can do over four. So Instacart is when you go shopping for people, right? Okay. So you get their shopping list, and you go to the grocery store, and you pick all their shit out, and you take it to their house. Okay, so... So she says, that's about six deliveries I can do over a four or five hour period. I started about 7 a.m. so I can get home by noon. In Arizona, we are already hitting 100 degrees every day. So far, I will say about half my deliveries. I get a tip on the app, and when I drop it off at the door, people leave cash. Two people even left me thank you notes. But yesterday, while I was listening to your show... Some asshole was offering a $30 tip. So, of course, I do their order. They had about 76 items that included two cases of water, four cases of soda, three jugs of that damn half lemonade, half sweet crap. And about 30 minutes later, after I drop off the items, this person lowers their tip to $5. I cried, just cried. My fiance was trying to comfort me and saying, some of the people are assholes. I was like, yeah, but I do this because I have to, I have to not because I, uh, I did this because I have to, not because I want to. Rona ruined some of my upcoming events. Like most people, I had to cancel my bachelorette party and bridal shower. I hope I can still have my wedding this August. If we're still under quarantine, all vendors will refund my money. So yeah, I took that tip adjustment very personal. Uh, so if you're going to order Instacart, I'm not saying that you need to leave a $20 tip. But the tip the people but tip people please and we talked about this last week. People can change their tip after you drop yeah. it off. Tip people please, I'm lucky enough to have some masks and gloves because I work at a hospital, but I've seen some Instacart drivers who don't. But I'm pretty sure your listeners are not the assholes who don't leave tips. But the silver lining in all this, I got my approval for unemployment, so I will be getting back pay for about three weeks and I won't have to do this Instacart much longer. Well, I, just got, also, I just got my back pay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just had my third video conference interview for a really good company. Fingers crossed I get the job. Love the show, guys. Stay safe and healthy. Well, yeah, that, they shouldn't allow. They yeah. shouldn't allow hold the on, tip hold on, adjustment. Hold on, hold on real quick. What, what was this yeah. person's name? Nicole. Nicole. First of all, Nicole. congratulations yeah. on the jobs and what you call. But let's talk about this Instacart shit it's real quick. Nicole, okay? here it comes. <laughs> all right. He going to call you trash. They still got here it a, comes. They still got a door, right? So what you do is you just knock on that bitch <laughs> any other day of the week and you wait till they open up the door and you don't say nothing to them. And when they open up the door, just say you feel good about yourself and just make it awkward as fuck. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> or just stay park, park outside their house every day for like 15 minutes and make sure that they see your shit and just make their life miserable for a couple days. You ain't going to get your tip back, but you're going to feel better about yourself because <laughs> I will fucking... Listen, I will buy groceries and piss in them and leave them on them people's fucking... That's bullshit, man. You could do that for real? Well, that's the thing. Like, if if you do things where you sit outside their house or you knock on their door, they'll report you to Instacart and you'll lose, you'll lose that job, too. So you have to be anonymous. The problem with canceling your tip... What the fuck is tip, Instacart doing? I don't, know. I don't know why they have this thing where you can lower your tip. It doesn't make any sense. All right? But the other thing is, when you do lower your tip, these people now, you know where they live. So they, you fucked someone over who you invited to your house. So they know where you live. So they could vandalize your house. Like, I wouldn't do it just out of that, even just out of the fear of that. They could come Can we guess the house. race? 
Oh, you already know the <laughs> you people, know what? Who, people who are black people will just black people will just not tip you. They'll just. <laughs> you know I mean, just I'm not gonna tell you I'm gonna give you something and then and then <laughs> fuck. fuck you. Like I'm not gonna do that. I just say, nah, dude, I got. Not, I mean, you get this money. Sweating. You know. Don't you that get paid anyway? Upset. You know, that's the kind of shit we do. <laughs> yeah. That's some old diabolical shit. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you this, and then I'm going to give you this. That's shitty. They gave a How motherfucker even a allowed? Yeah, that shouldn't, that be, shouldn't allowed. be allowed. You should that be should arrested. Be Whatever amount you put down as a tip, that locks in. That's the amount you put. That's the amount you've given. You know? Especially when, like in this case, she does, she says about six deliveries. It's not like a pizza delivery. You have to go to the store and buy the shit. Right. It takes a while. It takes carry like an that, hour probably to do that this. Heavy ass so do you around? buy yeah. it on your money and then you get reimbursed? No, I, th- I, th- I would assume you get, you can charge it to the, the Instacart account of the buyer and they pay Instacart. I'm assuming that's how that goes. Maybe you have like a pay by phone thing that hooks into Instacart. I don't think she's paying with her own money and getting reimbursed because what if the people just cancel the order? That's you crazy, can't fuck man. people that way. I can't even make fun of that shit. That shit making me upset right now, man. Yeah, it's shitty, man. <laughs> but like when I used to deliver pizzas, I, you get like 20 to 30 deliveries a day. Like one bad tip is nothing. But if you're getting six deliveries a day, one sixth of your money, that's a huge chunk taken out by someone who just wants to be an asshole and drop their tip down. The, I mean, five bu- five bucks... Why not just make it zero? It's almost more insulting to make right. it five bucks. Oh man, dog! You know, right. you're, that's you're an a, instant. You're put. a bully who wants to fuck with people. That's why. Oh. I'm putting you on the list, dog, and we're gonna meet up six months later after the virus is all done. And I'm gonna find you. <laughs> fuck you're that. Gonna key their car. You're gonna key the word trash into their car. <laughs> that's outside it. their house. That's some shitty shit, man. Yeah. Oh man, I was gonna say something funny, but that made me upset because I wish a motherfucker would do that for me. You get your door kicked in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's um, like I don't know. It's it's the, the Instacart allows it, so it's I think they're sort of culpable in that anyway. Fuck Instacart. Yeah, they should. Oh, we got one more that. comment they by the allow, way. They should we allow that. They should not allow that. That's some old Republican. Because I know when you do DoorDash, you put your vibe. tip. But once you put your tip in, that's it, that that's shit it. is it's in. <laughs> that's it. That's you know what I mean? You How are you yeah. adjusting your shit? Man, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Repu- that's some Republican fair market bullshit. <laughs> Dumb shit. That's some like, put that. the stimulus check in your account and then eight months from now make me pay taxes on it and shit. Right. <laughs> right. Right. We got one more comment from Raphael. I skipped it accidentally. Uh, this is on episode 918. He says, Andy, I use Habibi because of my time in Bahrain. Both Bahrainian, Bahraini, Shia, and Iranians or Persians that I came in contact with use Habibi with me. Uh, we weren't supposed to be in their neighborhoods, by the way, and vice versa. I'll stop if it's not polite or cool with you. No, I don't care. I just didn't. I didn't. He know. I'm lying, not, uh, dude. He was offline with me, just yelling at you. Motherfucker, called me Habibi <laughs> like he, like he, like he's familiar with me. He was talking all they that. Called you Andy Habibi. No, the word Habibi is uh, like a term of endearment. It means like for it's like friend, a I guess my so. question was it's an Arab word as far as I understand, and I know a lot of Persians like to separate themselves. We're not Arab, we're Persian. So I was asking whether that was a thing with in Raphael's case, but he says there were Persians who called themselves and each other Habibi all the time. So um, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I was just curious because I know I've talked to Persians who like to draw that line where they're like, <laughs> I'm not Arab, I'm Persian. I'm Persian. Uh, 
Raphael says, sorry, I wasn't clear about my friend and neighbor. My friend is the German who pointed out the lack of black kids in the public schools in our neighborhood. He saw it as a problem and doesn't want his children going through life without interacting with black kids. At the same time, he is conflicted by the fact that a good public school is right by his house. While my neighbor is the Nigerian who, funny enough, is married to a black woman and is more interested in scholarships, it's not a surprise, though, as it's a common theme in the Nigerian bubble. I remember when I just arrived and an aunt took me with her kids to a soccer game in Herndon, Herndon, Virginia. Okay, All she and my mom talked about were the youngest of three sons better be as good as his eldest brothers in securing scholarships. With that mindset, who cares about being around black kids? Also, a lot of us in our bubble are programmed to see black people here as the problematic ones. Another reason why many support Trump, a fellow Nigerian born who I just interviewed on my podcast, haven't released her episode yet, talked about after arriving in America up to college, she only mingled with Nigerians and white people. It took her gaining admission to a predominantly black college for her life to change. And after she had tried tried to Ben Carson her way into the first black students that came in contact with, she began to realize that she had been accepting racist abuses and more prior to this life-changing experience. So yeah, pr- before the lockdown, I had already begun to take my daughter to volunteer events in predominantly black neighborhoods, take her to parks where there's more diversity, especially black. Music, books, dolls, entertainment, and more reflect that too. She's 19 months old now. Yeah, sometimes that's the thing. Like in the area where me and Dominic live, the diversity numbers are high, but a lot of it is yeah, but it's not it's black. like uh, Indian, it ain't Pakistani, black at all. yeah, yeah Indian, Pakistani, Asian, white, of course, some black, a little bit of Latino, but on paper they're like, oh, this is super diverse. But it depends on what kind of diversity you're actually. Yeah. My looking biggest for. Re- regret of the suburbs is is that shit right there. Yeah, Frankie and, and, yeah. Frank and I had the same discussion. Yeah. All jokes aside, I, I regret that shit. Um, I wish I gave my kids a, a more a diverse experience when it comes to dealing with their own and similar cultures and stuff. Because right. my son's going through that shit now. Like right. we have, there's we having questions and he's kind of hounding me on the shit. Like, what are we? Why do we fall into this place? Why do people treat me this way? Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and like some of the overt racist shit that he's been telling me, like he doesn't even know it's racist, but he knows it's fucked up. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like that's the trade off. That's an unfortunate trade off. You know what I mean. And now, as I'm getting older, that shit's a more of something that I don't know if I'm willing to trade off. That's what we're trying to think about. What we're gonna do with this little one? Right. Because we think we're gonna move again. I mean, right. and we're trying to figure out where do we move and how do we live and and PG the whole County. <laughs> I don't know. Rich I want a big folks. ass. I want to. I want to get a pad with more uh, space and more uh, and Money, away from people. Moneyed black folks. You know, you need to be watching black as fuck. They talk. I'm going to watch it. It's in the queue. About I talk this. Yeah, they talk about. That's what it's all about. Is about. Uh, there's a part of the episode is about leaving the hood and. You still keep somebody around you who's from the hood to kind of keep you yeah. and stuff like that. So there's a whole thing about it, you know. Yeah, we, just be we talk about it here here with mine. I mean, there's not Andy knows where I live. Where I live, our our community was uh, segregated. They they say it. <laughs> this used to be yeah. a segregated community, and uh, right. And because it was a segregated community, black families weren't allowed to buy homes here and establish wealth. 
just like every other place in America. So because of that now, it's still a segregated community, but now it's economically segregated, you know. But if a black if black families had been able to buy in early, it'd be a full on, it would look just like the rest of society, but it doesn't look like society here. And the brown kids that go to school here and live here, they're the they're the children of parents who wait on these people. You know what I mean? They're the children of the parents who wait on us. So it's not really, they're economically segregated away. So it's not really true diversity, you know. Having said that, um, you know, my daughter's school, the principal's a black woman. Her assistant principal's a gay black man. The head of counseling is a black woman. They are black. (laughs) They make no qualms about it. Uh, They talk a lot about diversity. Um, You know, it's just... It's up to it's up to us as parents to try to make sure that they're exposed to these things. You know, Nicole Hannah Jones talks about it a lot is, you know, what's the trade off? What's the trade off we're willing to make, you know, for our kids? Because somehow the absence of black is better. You know, well, I'm going to put my kids in a better school. Well, that means no black people. That's what makes it better in, in society's mind for black people, too, you know. But the trade-off is that you miss the cult, you miss the cultural things, you miss spiritual, you miss spiritual strength, and you're getting beat down. You're not really integrated; you're assimilating. That's two different things. That True. is two different things. True. Two but, very fucking different you know, things. It's not. It's not integration. It's not. It's not integration. Fifteen percent. The numbers that white people. The number that white people feel comfortable with black kids being integrated in a school. Fifteen percent. That's the number. 15% black children in a school population makes anything more than 15 white people get uncomfortable with that, including liberal white people get uncomfortable with that number. That's a quantified number that has been that has been researched, 15%. Okay, that's one in 10. So for every 10 white kids, you got one black kid. That's not integration. <laughs> that, that's, not, that's not real integration at all, you know? Every thirty, you get two. It's not an it's not integration. It's right. It's, it's a weird little. It's, it's a, it's every every class a classroom is thirty kids. Every classroom has like two or three black kids in it. Right, and that's not integration. Yeah. Right, not, it's not integration. That's assimilation. You're asking these black children to assimilate into the collective. You're not asking the collective to integrate amongst itself. You know. Right. And by the way, the Latin kids and the Asian kids all also feel superior to these black children because they've been told that they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they've been told who's on the bottom. So I don't. I'm not comfortable putting my putting my child into that. It it feels like I couldn't live out where you guys live just strictly for the schooling aspect of it. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that or moving out right. to moving out to Woodbridge. Mm-mm. Hood Bridge is a totally different thing, though. Well, the fact that it's called Hood Bridge, right. yeah, Hood Bridge—that's <laughs> totally different. You know, so these yeah, are the I, uh, all the questions I've asked myself uh, raising raising a child, trying to make sure that she knows her place in this world. You know. Yeah. But again, you watch Black as Fuck, they're talking about this kind of shit. <laughs> it's been coming up a lot because of Regina, Rashida Jones. And no, apparently nobody knew that Rashida Jones was black until this. I'm like, you didn't know she was black? First of all, the girl's name <laughs> is Rashida. <laughs> well, isn't her story well known? She's Quincy Jones's daughter. Like, how do people not know that? Right. 
They choose not you know? to because of roles. Because they played. probably saw her on Parks and Recreation, exactly which is like what? the whitest fucking show of That's all exactly time. What, and The played, Office, too. She played and an Italian office. on that. That's yeah. why. You know, yeah. Because she's had roles that have, that, have, that have been supposed to be white women. Well, that's Hollywood's right. fault. That ain't her fault. <laughs> you know? She's never run from it. That's Hollywood's fault. You know? That the, in order for her to work, they cast her in these roles. That's on Hollywood. That Hollywood's not providing roles for her. Right. For her or for, people, for black women like her. You know? But like I said, no, her name is Rashida. She got a sister named Kadada and another sister named Kenya. And you question her blackness? Get the fuck out of here, man. Right. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> She's the daughter of black royalty, and you question her. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, yeah, she oh. was trending. She was trending on Twitter like a week ago because of that. People That's were why. Yeah. trying um, to say she wasn't black enough or something. Right. And other people were defending her, and a lot of people were like, "I didn't even know she was black." You know, like right. just completely well, clueless. That's because the only way you don't know that is you're trying not to know that because there's a negative connotation that goes along with black. So you've been right. actively you like her. So you're going to separate her from blackness. You understand what I'm saying? Because you like her, you're going to separate her away from blackness because there's a negative connotation that goes along with blackness. You know she's black. Get the fuck out of here. Stop it. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Stop it. I guess her parents are really hip. They named her Rashida. You know what the you know what the fuck is happening. Stop it. I'm gonna name my daughter Rashida, and then you got a bunch of white Rashidas. Yeah, stop. That's not a thing. You know that. You just don't want to apply the negative, so you just ignore the blackness. That's what you should say. Right. I've been ignoring her blackness for all these years. The fuck out right. of here, man. What did y'all think of the of the draft? Did you watch any parts of the draft? The NFL draft. You see Trent nah, Williams man. is gone somewhere. I they, saw some shit. They just he got traded yeah, to San, San Francisco. Francisco. Did you? Even I didn't watch any of it. Did I didn't even realize the care? Redskins. I didn't realize they had the number two pick until like uh, well after the the first round of the draft. I saw something on Twitter. Um, yeah, I guess it was. It would have been interesting to watch just from the standpoint of all these people sitting in their basements skyping in their picks. Uh, but I didn't really care. I. I mean, I, I I don't I didn't watch football very much at all last year. I barely watched it. I didn't even remember the Redskins' record at the end of the year. Um, they drafted a local guy out of Maryland. I mean, he grew up in Maryland. He went to Ohio State. That's the second year in a row they drafted a guy from Maryland who went to Ohio State. I guess that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But uh, beyond that, I don't know. <laughs> Are we going to have football? Is there going to be mini camps? Mini camps, training there ain't camps. Ain't going to be no sports, man. Ain't going to be nothing. Yeah. Well, how do you ask players to go play? That's one thing I've noticed that somebody finally mentioned is that all these white owners are sitting around talking about how these guys going to play. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody right. asking these black players. <laughs> Nobody's asking them at all. Hey, man. Well, remember they had that thing at, for uh, like it only lasted a couple of days. They had this idea about like the NBA season where they sequester all the players right. and they play in empty gyms at neutral areas to finish out the season. It's like, oh, so you're going to keep LeBron away from his kids? Yeah. Like living in a sequestered in a hotel for what, two, three months, possibly a couple months. Yeah. And that, that fell apart pretty quick. And also just pretty uninteresting to watch a basketball game with no audience. Although I guess there might be some positives. You could hear the trash talking and that kind of thing, but that's an extreme thing to sequester. And also they have to protect themselves from their other players, because what if someone is asymptomatic and walking around now, you gotta 
you got to D them up in the post and then they breathe on you. You yeah, know, I mean, so what, you're asking all these players to do all this shit. I don't get it, man. Yeah. Football, I mean, is you can't just all wear N95 masks. I mean, that, that that's not going to be enough. Don't nobody want to watch no sports with no fans. And until the fans can come back and sit in the stadium, don't nobody give a fuck about nothing. No basketball, no football, no nothing. Well, they talked about social distancing at the stadium, but then you still got to get in line for concessions. You got to get in line at the bathroom. You're going to be walking right past people in close quarters. The hallways are not very wide. Know how miserable experience that would be? It's already miserable getting into stadiums sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? For games and shit. You know how miserable, man? Like I said, ain't nothing coming back for a minute, man. Well, MMA, this motherfucker's talking about doing a Dr. Han and buying an island <laughs> Mr. Han doing <laughs> Enter the Dragon style. I'm like, what are you doing, dog? Suddenly I want off of your island. <laughs> you're not you're not doing this shit, man. It's not gonna happen. You know? Boxing. I mean in boxing there's a bucket called a spit bucket. Who's gonna change that? <laughs> you know? Right. I think you should have MMA and you should be allowed to cough on people and shit. Like that should be one of your defense <laughs> moves. That's you got to break it up. That's a new technical move. What happened, Andy? Yeah. There it is. I got a call. Ah, okay. I I just I I just uh hung up on the call. There you go. Yeah. I guess a, call, a phone call interrupts your Skype. It puts your Skype on hold when you get your phone rings. Oh, for real? Yeah, it just Skype said on hold and the phone started ringing. Oh, that's so. right. You're doing it from your phone and not your laptop. Yeah, I'm on my phone right now. All right. So, well, we can bring this one home. Actually, we, we just, yeah, we're hour like hour nineteen. We some good work today, I think. In the age of the Rona. Yeah, let me know how this sounds because I ain't gonna listen uh, to thank it. Thank Dominic for sitting in with us. We appreciate you as always. This he's, was fun, man. A, he's at the point where he's laying down now, people. Yeah, I, I took a few <laughs> screenshots uh, to post to promote this, and I, I think I might use the one of Dominic just. Basically uh, swaddled in his robe. <laughs> I already posted <laughs> one, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. So listen, y'all, come on back on Monday. We'll be here. We don't know who we're going to have on yet, but we'll have somebody. Maybe yeah. I'll get Elena to Skype and Elena or um, Elena or Charity. I'll look into that. Yeah, we could try. Uh, yeah, people we haven't had yet on yeah. uh, since the Rona. Let's Skype in. We'll either. see. We haven't we haven't had Frankie either, actually. Yeah, I just I did one with her, but we haven't had her on with us, yeah. so maybe we'll do that. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks so much. Thanks again, brother. We appreciate you, Dominic, as always. He looked like he miss y'all, man. <laughs> no, we miss y'all. Oh, I gotta get some are food. You, I ain't are you eat. awake right now, Dominic? Are you? Have you fallen asleep? I'm good. You know my ADD is kicking in, dog. By the time we get to the end of the second one, I'm about fucking wrapped up. Yeah. His, his, his <laughs> mind looks like he is lost. <laughs> yeah. All right, so y'all come on back on Monday. We'll be here. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm the king of Rough Stop Terrace. He's the king. With three guys on, we are out. <laughs>